Another day, another dollar, another week, another episode. Today, we are bringing on our boy, Jack Urban. He's with Peter right now in the studio. Say what's up, y'all. Yes, sir. Jack Urban live in the studio with Peter Mitchell, man. Happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me on. Yes, sir. I'm here with my boy. I can't wait, man. We brought him on as our college basketball analyst. It's about to be fire. Absolutely. It's going to be a great episode. And of course, we've also got our boy Snacks here. He's along with us for the college basketball preview and then here to give us his picks for the week because this man is hot. Woo! Scorching. I am on fire. <laughs> 5 and 0 last week, 10 and 2 in the past 3 weeks. Feeling good. Due for uh due for a come down, but hopefully it's not this week. Don't tell him too much yet, Snacks. We'll save it for the end of the episode, all right? All right. I'll shut up. All right. Sorry, sorry. Just don't want to don't want to get people too excited too early about the free money. We got to save that for the end. Keep them listening, you know. Uh, Peter, Jack, you want to start it off here with a little hoops talk? Uh, introduce us to the season that's coming upon us pretty quick here. Yes, sir. We got the Champions Classic coming on Tuesday. The season's almost here. I can't believe this it. Tuesday? Literally this coming Tuesday. Holy shit, I thought we still had a couple weeks. Wait, wait, no. wait, boys, before we get too far into it, we got Game 7, first pitch, Oh, going on right true. now. Should we do a little um, uh, little speed yes, round prediction? Yes, yes. Throw out some takes here, let's do it. Snack, start us off. What do you got happening tonight? Prediction, I got Nationals, 6-4. to four. Walk-off, okay. walk-off slam by Anthony Rendon. <laughs> two-run, two-run. Well, I guess they're on the road, but game-winner. Anthony Rendon, I think, and my bold prediction for the night is a pitcher hits a home run. A pitcher hits a home run. Pitcher Granky hits a, a home good run. He is. Oh, Granky would be the one to do it. Yeah, I don't know about Scherzer. Uh, Jack, Peter, got any predictions for tonight? I'm rolling with the Astros, man. They're, they're too good to me. Their bats are too deep. Uh, Scherzer's coming off that injury, so we don't know. What he's going to be about, and I'm honestly tired of Juan Soto's bullshit he does in the in the in the batter's box, man. I'm tired of that. So you don't, like the, you don't like the crotch grab? I don't like the crotch grab. I don't like the weird little swipe, swiping low. the dirt he does, staring at the pitcher, looking him in the eye, man. That ain't for me. Fair yeah. enough, Peter. What do you got happening? I completely agree with him. I don't know what that Juan Soto ish is all about. I'm rocking with the Astros. Um, who's on the bump tonight? Granky's Granky's starting. He might get bumped early, but that doesn't matter because out of the bullpen will be Garrett Cole, and he'll shut it down. Astros all the way. Nah, y'all are wrong. I'm rolling with snacks here. Scherzer's coming off the back spasms. He mm-hmm. should be good to go though. He's going eight scoreless innings tonight, Ooh. and the Nats are gonna blank the Astros and win Game Six. <laughs> That's bold as hell, man. Damn. It is bold as hell. But, hey, Arma's going to get him, bro. The baseball gods don't play with that Bregman shit. That stuff last night, I was like, nope. They got no chance now. I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen carry any a bat of the series. Yeah, he carried the bat to first base, which was some bullshit. It was bad. The dude literally hit a bomb and ran down the line with the bat, just showboating, and it, it pissed me off. Wow. I would have plunked him. I don't care if it's the World Series. I would have plunked him next hey, to Hey, well, I, I bet Soto's got one coming for his nuts tonight. I, I, I <laughs> he might. I if that game gets out of hand, someone very well could get beamed, and it could get ugly, and I am totally there for that. What would you say, Snacks? I said pause. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, talking that... about someone going for Soto's nuts tonight. 
<laughs> that is a major pause, man. That's why I can't be doing this podcast stuff too much. Man. <laughs> all right, all right. So back to business here, Peter. Champions Classic, Madison Square Garden, November fifth, <laughs> this Tuesday. Take us through what we got here, Duke and Kansas. What are we looking at? Yeah, I can't believe the season's here already. I can't wait to see the Hawks. I think we're absolutely loaded. Who do you think our X Factor is this year, Jerb? Because I think it's Silvio D'Souza. I know we're going to have great guard play out of Devon Dotson, and I really think we can take Duke, but who's who's your X Factor? Uh, I'm going to go with a mixture of Ochai Agbaji and, and Marcus Garrett. I think one of the two needs to make uh, shots consistently for us to do well. Um, I think they'll both be good on the defensive end, especially Garrett, but uh, we need some perimeter shooting. Isaiah Moss, our grad transfer from Iowa, Brown. Um, he's struggling. Christian Brown, who knows how much run he'll get. Um, I don't know how much run any of the freshmen are going to get. Um, we need Jalen Wilson to shoot, but especially Ochai and, and Marcus because I think they're going to be getting lots of minutes. You worried about the Dukies at all? Not really, honestly. Uh, I don't think – I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think we've lost to them in the Champions Classic. Um, I think this is as young as they've yeah. I think this is as young as they've been in a while without quite as much talent. Um, I don't think they're going to be that good. Yeah, this year. They're, they're, they lost everything. Right, their best freshman is Vernon Carey, who's a big boy. Um, good news for us is we got three big boys that can yeah bang down there. So um, Matthew Hurt, I think we we'll want some revenge for him because I for sure thought he was going to be a Jayhawk, but. He went with Duke, um, but and then if Silvio's guarding him, he's gonna absolutely shut him down. That, he's twice the man he is. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I'm really excited to see the matchup between Trey Jones and uh, Devon Dawson because Trey Jones is excellent defensively, but I'm not sure if anyone uh, can keep up with the speed of Devon. He's that's oh. my guy. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have a big year, and Trey Jones is gonna have to carry that team. He's gonna have to be leaps and bounds better than his brother because. They just don't have the talent like people are used to seeing this year. And I kind of feel like, in general, this recruiting class is kind of down compared to what we've seen the last few years. It doesn't have anywhere close to the hype around it and the big names like the last few years, at least in my opinion. I agree. I agree. I think it's pretty weak. They're going to need Alex O'Connell to make a lot of shots, and they're going to need Matthew Matthew Hurt to be a stretch four that can shoot. I don't think Cassius Stanley is a very good shooter. He's more of a a slash guy. very athletic but yeah i'm just i'm very interested to see where they're gonna generate their offense from i don't know yeah, i am too they need shooters bad that showed last year the way coach k likes to play they got to have some wet balls out there or they're gonna be in trouble i'm a little worried about duke this year this is just a classic coach k team that no one's having uh too much expectations for you know the past couple of years they've had some big time recruiting classes like zion last year um but this is the year where coach k just dyes his hair extra black he, his back is healthy. He's not having any of these fake injuries. Uh, he's got a, like, like a veteran. Po- yeah, he's got a he's got a veteran point guard. Um, I'm a little worried about him. I know they're like top four, so they're not really flying under the radar by any means. But I think this is the year that Coach K, you know, gets him right. He's not. He doesn't have any like, you know, ISO scores he can depend on. He's just gonna have to go back to his uh, the kind of the ways he's you know made a career for himself and. Uh, I think, That's a good the, point. yeah, I, I don't know. I think we, I think we beat him talent wise, but I mean, I'm never gonna doubt Coach K unless it's, um, you know, I think Self is has kind of owned him, not owned him, but beaten him the last couple times one on one. 
But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see that matchup for sure. Yeah, it, it'll be a good coaching matchup. You know, Duke's not even the preseason pick to win the ACC. It's Louisville. So they, they really? almost not to get too off track, but they almost lost an exhibition exhibition last night to some like no name team. Duke. No, Louisville. Oh well, Duke barely. Duke won like eighty nine to eighty three against I want to say Northeast Missouri State or some shit like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's rough. Maybe maybe the ACC has a down year unless Cole Anthony can save him. <laughs> so, they might, but there's still a lot of teams that could come out and be. I mean, Miami could be good. Florida State could be good. The ACC's just got so many damn teams. North Carolina, you know, there's there's gonna be at least two or three top ten teams all year out of the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least there should be. It, it it could be a year where there's not, but it would be shocking. Yeah, so other side of the, the Champions class, we got Michigan State, Kentucky, um, and a guy I'm most excited to watch this year is Cassius Winston. I don't know Ooh. what I don't know what it is about him. He's got kind of that he's not a, it's not an old man game, but he's just a senior point guard that's been around for it seems like seven years. Um you know, he's a good shooter. He's not that fast. Not he's that not fast. that athletic. Uh-uh. He just gets it done somehow. Yeah, he had like 18 – he averaged like 18 and 7 last year, and he'll probably go up, you know, a couple points each way. Um, and, yeah, I watched I watched his highlights against Duke last year in the Elite Eight, and, like, I need, like, a, I needed, like, a cigarette after that video. I mean, he was – he was just <laughs> – he was calm, collected. Like, he was, he was gar- getting guarded by Trey Jones and Zion, and he, he was just a lot of fun to watch. Um and, you know, Kentucky, is he the best player in the nation coming into the season? Because I, th- I can't think of one I better. I think he is for sure the national player of the year front runner as of right oh, now. Oh yeah, his. I looked I up think his he's odds. He's got to be the Wooden Award winner or front runner. I looked up his right odds. Now. He's like plus one, like forty to win it to win the national player of the year. So, I wow, mean, he's like a heavy, low. heavy favorite. Holy, I mean, yeah. he's so steady and poised. If you're a Michigan State fan, you feel so comfortable in the, with the ball in that dude's hands. Like it's like kind of Frank Mason ish and, and Devontae yeah. Graham ish, where you just. You trust that man in crunch time, so. Yep, it's all all reliable for sure. I definitely agree with that. And I don't, I don't know a whole, I don't know I don't know a ton about the Kentucky team this year. I mean, I'm sure they'll have some six eight guys that can jump over a car, but um, <laughs> you know, I kind of like Michigan State in that just be, because of the point we just talked about. Cassius Winston, first game of the year, it'll be sloppy. Um, you know, everyone's trying to make the hero play, but um, you know, when it comes down to nut cutting time, Cassius will have the ball and. Um, you know, I like Michigan to kind of win that fairly comfortably. Um, I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys have any. Yeah, no. Kentucky is hero-less this season. Oh. <laughs> and they're bringing in, they're bringing in Tyrese Maxey. How long have you that one sleeve? <laughs> A long time. <laughs> no, no. They got Tyrese Maxey coming in. He's one of the best guards in the country. I know Jerb likes his game. They got Khalil Whitney, a guy who was originally looking at Arizona, coming over to Kentucky. Johnny Juzang's a solid four-star from California. I know KU was recruiting him. And then some of the guys that are returning, Ashton Hagens is a stalwart on defense. EJ Montgomery's a decent player. Quickly and Richards are still there, I think. Kentucky is a good team, but yeah, Cassius Winston's one of the best guards in the country. That's what you really need. I mean, I wouldn't sleep on Kentucky too much though, just because they are returning a lot, and it seems like every single year 
they lose damn near everyone, and Calipari's starting from scratch, and it takes them halfway through the season to really figure it out. And this year, at least in recent memory, mm-hmm. I don't remember them bringing back more players than they have this year. And so I think they have a chance to be really solid this year, kind of similar to the year after they brought the Harrison Twins back and had a few other guys stick around. Especially experienced guard play. Definitely. Hagens will be huge for that team. Yeah, mm-hmm. if they can get a big jump from Emmanuel quickly, he was a top 15 guy at a high school, a five-star guy, but had a pretty rough freshman year. So if they can get a big jump of him, Kentucky will be scary come March for sure. All right. To picks on the games, Champions Classic, KU and Duke, Michigan State, Kentucky. I assume all you KU guys are rolling with Kansas? Absolutely. Rock Chalk Jayhawk all, all the way next Tuesday. I'm with him. Devon Dotson's too good of a guard. I know Snacks is with me. It's KU all the way. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like KU. I like KU and Michigan State. Might might throw a little parlay together on Tuesday night. Still in the works. Still uh, correcting some numbers, but that's that's on the table. Okay, we don't have lines yet on it, but I'm gonna assume KU and Michigan State are both a couple point favorites, maybe a point and a half. Um, yeah, I like that. I'm going to see more than that. You think so? No, I couldn't see more than oh, that. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought you said you were thinking more. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think Michigan State and Cassius Winston are just going to be hard to pick against. It, it's tough to pick against the best player in the country. So I definitely agree with you on that one, Snacks. Peter, Jack, what do you all think on the Michigan State-Kentucky game? Yeah, I think I think Michigan State will will win that one handily, uh, just like KU. I think for both games, just experience the experienced team will come out, um, and in this case, it's Michigan State. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that. I think with the leadership of Jack Hoiberg and Steve Izzo on the bench, uh, swinging those warm ups around, they're going to be ready to go at MSG against Kentucky. I like this Michigan State team. Too much experience going to be outmatching Kentucky. Good bench chemistry. Great chemistry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I like it. Let's move on here. Let's get to some national championship picks. Anybody got a team that's really jumping out at them that they got to say something about? I got to talk about my Florida Gators, man. Let's hear it. Great coach. Three really good guards. Andrew Nimhard played high school ball with R.J. Barrett. They got Trey Mann, a five-star guard, coming in this year. Kerry Blackshear, SEC Preseason Player of the Year, pointed out by my brother, Jerv, earlier. And then a top-ten wing, Scotty Lewis, crazy athletic. He'll be able to lock people down on the perimeter. Florida's a 14-to-1 national championship favorite right now. That's seventh best, which is or sixth best, which is pretty crazy, but I think that cream is or the team is crazy loaded, could yeah. go really deep. Vegas knows something because I mean you've got Michigan State, Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke. Those are the five favorites and lowest odds, so favorites essentially. And Florida's the number six team right behind the blue blood. So Vegas knows something if they're that high on them. Did you say Blackshear was there? Was he is grad transfer from Louisville? From uh from Virginia Tech. Oh, Virginia Tech. What Blackshear was at Louisville? They they had uh, a Blackshear a couple years ago. I thought I might be completely wrong. Yeah, on that. yeah. Wayne Wayne Blackshear. That's right. He was a wing. Okay. Yep. Okay, but Blackshear yeah, is a grad a transfer player. then. Right, Kerry Blackshear. He had a really good game against Duke in the Sweet Sixteen uh, last year. Had like fifteen points and seven boards oh. or something like that. But right. Yeah, 
big big pickup for Florida for sure. That is huge. I didn't realize that he was transferring there. That's big for them then. Uh, Snacks, who are you liking here? You going with Michigan State and your boy Cassius Winston? I do like it. I mean, betting futures in college basketball in October is like throwing money into a fireplace. So it's tough to <laughs> it's tough to find like one or two teams you really like. You almost have to bet a handful just to have a decent chance of cashing in at the end of the year. Um, but Michigan State five to one, not a, not a ton of value there, but um, you know I think they're the favorite for a reason. I think seniors always went out in March. Um, you know, we saw we saw Virginia last year. They were loaded with veteran guards. Um, you know, Villanova the past couple of years, they've always had just a steady point guard. And I think Cash and Cassius Winston will fill that role this year. Um, if Josh Lankford can stay healthy, he was hurt for most of last year, which really hurt him. Um, they lost a couple of big men down low, but I mean, Nick Ward wasn't exactly player player of the year, so I think they can replace him. Yeah. Um, and Izzo, I mean say what you want people kind of go back and forth on his march um efficiency but he always just finds a way to be there towards the end of the year um and then at eight to one i ku i gotta go with them i have a ticket uh from vegas and there's, there's nothing like having just that paper ticket you can hold on for five months and usually just throw it throw <laughs> it back into the fireplace like i said um, <laughs> so i mean eight to one not a ton of value either but um you know, you kind of got to roll with the favorites to have any sort of chance. You can't be, you can't. It's tough to you know bet these long shots. Um, you know. Yeah, you need to pick like twenty of them and put a hundred dollars on yeah. each or something. So, um, KU Michigan State. Um, I like that Florida pick. Uh, I think they'll be you know pretty fun to watch. Um, so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my three teams I'm looking at. Okay, I like that. Uh, the team that no one's really talking about that I like is Villanova at twenty to one. They didn't really lose much. I mean, they lost Pascal and Phil Booth, who were kind of senior leaders for them. But they've got a couple good freshmen coming in. They got Ryan Archidiakono's little brother coming in. I'm not sure how good he's supposed to be, but I thought that was cool. And other than Booth and Pascal, they're returning everyone. And they weren't bad last year. But I think this year with Jay Wright and how wide open it is, I think they've got a chance to be really good. And at 20-1, to 1, I like that pick just because I think it's got the best value out of all the really dominant college teams with great coaches, and I think they've got damn near just as much talent as a lot of the big blue bloods this year. So I like Nova, but would I bet very much money on it? No, probably not. I'm excited to see them play in Lawrence December 21st, baby. No, it's in Philly this year. We had them in Lawrence last season. We go to Philly this year. That'll be a good match. I was about to say, good good luck finding that ticket in Lawrence. (laughs) <laughs> I will note, Jackson, they did lose as well. Uh, Javon Quinterly, JQ, uh-huh. Jelly Fam, he transferred to Alabama. So oh, I did not know he transferred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did. I'm glad transfer you mentioned portal, him. Baby. That was my dog. Yeah, dude, transfer porters wild. Shout out NCAA 22, 21, whatever it's going to be. Think they'll put the transfer portal in the new NCAA games? They should. Can I enter the transfer portal? Yeah, I think so, too. I'm just going to email the NCAA and be like, hey, I'd like to enter the transfer portal. Just see if I can get in. <laughs> you definitely, <laughs> you definitely like have a, a couple years of eligibility, you have, you have, Snacks. You do probably have some eligibility. <laughs> Is it, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Drew, did you make a pick? I, I'm just I'm I'm with snacks on these futures. I I think it's he's throwing your money in the fire. I, I'm with them that Michigan State's the safest pick. They've got the experience. I I personally love Izzo in March. Um, if you're putting money on one to, team though, who is it? I, I it, probably my dogs at KU. Okay. But 
But yeah, I'll probably sprinkle money on a team, uh, on a hot team right before the tournament starts. That's the way to do um, it. Like yeah. a, like an Auburn Tigers from last year. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like, I like it a lot. Uh, any Are there any teams that y'all have just crazy, stupid, long shot odds that you want to throw out? Because i got to mention OSU before I move on, and that's Oklahoma State, not Ohio State, for y'all that are uncultured swine. But um, <laughs> anyway, OSU's at 300-1. to Mike Boynton's done a hell of a job with this recruiting class. we got three four-stars coming in. One might have a restraining order pending against him, and he might be tied up in the courts for the first little bit of the season. Uh, not a great sign. Who's that? But... Uh, that's Marcus Watson. He's in a shooting guard. He's number seven shooting guard in the country. Supposed to be really good. The dude is a tank, incredibly athletic, but Wait, what sounds do, like what he, he might not ever make it to the court. Do what? What do you do? I have no idea. It just says that a female was filing a restraining oh. order against him, and his court date's like November 21st. So I retract we'll, my statement. He's not yeah, innocent. We'll, we'll, yeah, be careful there, Snacks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what he did. We'll see, was... we'll see what happens with that. I have no details on it. I don't know the deal. I don't even know if the guy's been on campus yet or what. Um, but Avery Anderson, well, I assume he'd be on campus. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know if they sent him home. I don't know how bad it is. I have no idea. But then Avery Anderson's another guy we got who's a four-star. His hoop mixtapes have millions of views. He's out of the Dallas area. He's going to be really good. And we're returning everyone. I'm not kidding when I say we are returning every single meaningful player from our team last year. And we're going to be fun to watch. We're going to be incredibly deep. And we've got a lot of good guard play. And I have faith in Mike Boynton. Watch out for us in the Big 12, Kansas. I mean, you got dethroned last year, so I can't say, you know, like we'll possibly dethrone you this year. But I think we'll give you Chill a run out, for your Jackson. money. Chill out. I'm sorry. Just had to, had to get the low jabs in there while I could. Uh, but I think OSU is going to be good in the Big 12, and they're going to be fun to watch. Are there any other teams y'all want to mention here? Go ahead and say it, Snacks. Do it. Who, who? The Wichita State Shockers. Got to drop their name. Uh, they're kind of like they're kind of Oklahoma State. Uh, like you said, they return almost everyone. Um, made a run in the NIT, lost in the championship game last year. <laughs> which just, It's just building blocks for the next year. That's all it is. You're not hanging a banner, but you're using that as off-season building blocks. Um, Greg Marshall is always a tough out in March, um, and they actually have a, they have a, they actually have a pretty decent recruiting class coming in. Um, Grant Sherfield, who's I don't know where he's from, but he's a nice little combo guard. Uh, Snacks, he's actually from Wichita. He is originally, and then he moved to Texas in middle school. Oh, okay. I'm not counting that as I'm yeah. not counting that as from Wichita. Hey, come on, you gotta you gotta claim everyone we can, bro. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they'll be good. I mean, they'll they'll compete for the American title, um, and you know, defense can always you know win in March, and that's what Greg Marshall teaches. So, I mean, their odds are over three hundred to one. So, I don't think you're finding a ticket on that anytime soon. But uh, I think they can make a little run in March, and uh, it'll be tough out. I like it, Peter, Jack. Y'all got anything else you want to throw out here before we move on? I'm good. Same here. All right. Let's hit on some diaper dandies. Peter, Jack, I know y'all both have a ton of guys you're excited to see. Who are your diaper dandies? Shout out Dickie V. What are the guys? Who are the guys that you're most excited to see play? I got my two guys. All right. Two guys everyone needs to know now before the season starts because you're going to be hearing about them all season long. Cole Anthony, the point guard out of North Carolina, and Anthony Edwards, the two guard going to Georgia. These two players might go top two in the draft with LaMelo Ball. We'll see what happens with that boy. 
but Cole Anthony's Greg Anthony's son going to play for Roy Williams. He is the best point guard coming out of this class. He plays like a pro. He can create space for himself. Can already shoot off the dribble from three. Better than Kobe White. Oh man, I'm glad you asked because I I think they're gonna kind of have that same impact. I think they're kind of score for score first point guards right now. Yeah, kind of up tempo, fast, fast pace, push it in transition, make something happen type guards. I mean, Cole won't play as fast as Kobe does. Okay. He's more of a creator, you know. Kobe's more of just a burner, flying down the court. Yeah, he's a transition he's be, specimen. Yeah, he's gonna be great all season long. I've seen him in as number one in a lot of mock drafts, and then. Anthony Edwards, man, this guy going to play for Tom Crean. People are comparing him to D Wade and Donovan Mitchell, who is D Wade's coach, Tom Crean at Marquette. Everyone's throwing out these comps. This guy's crazy athletic. What do you, how many points do you think he can put up this season, Jerb? Oh, uh, well, I mean, he'll be averaging at least 15 a game, if not up towards 20. I think you're right. Um, he, he could put up Markel Fultz numbers. <laughs> I agree with that. I think he's easily going to be better than Markel Fultz as a pro, but Oof. collegiate numbers, 20 points a game, yeah, I could yeah, see that. Yeah, absolute walking bucket. Yeah, you got any other guys? I mean, those are the two I think everyone needs to know, the two best NBA prospects in this class, but you got anybody else? Yeah, I mean, I will say one quick thing about Cole Anthony. If you saw the Bleacher Report video of him throwing down that putback dunk uh, playing – uh, scrimmage games in, at the skyline in New York City against Melo and Harden. That's really all I had to see. I was sold. I can't wait to see that play. Um, Chris Brickley's gym. Baby. Yep, Chris Brickley's gym. Uh, I think James Wiseman's going to put up DeAndre Ayton type numbers. I think he'll, they have pretty similar games. Uh, Wiseman might be a little bit more finesse, um, but he'll be a good player to watch under Penny. Other than that, you know, this class really isn't what last year's class was with the likes of Zion and Cam Reddish and, and RJ and those boys, so it's not yeah. quite as deep. Yeah, I definitely agree, and it doesn't even feel like there's any Trey Youngs or anyone like that either. No Colin Sextons, but we'll see. I think see. Anthony's the closest thing. Okay, we'll see. And I'm sure as one of those deals also, big schools, even if, you know, in general the talents down a little bit around college basketball there are going to be a few freshmen that come out and become household names really fast and build up a very quick draft stock mm-hmm. absolutely i mean you look at just o- ochai baji with ku he was yeah. a, a three a three star a four star and he gets the red shirt pulled halfway and he and he balled for most of the big 12 season so you, you never know who's going to step up but you know someone will definitely definitely all right guys we got anything else on college hoops here Season starts Tuesday. Any final words? Anything we want to get in? I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun year. Um, a lot of experience. There's not like a lot of freshman stars, so um, I think that lends towards um, you know some some good upperclassmen stepping up, which always makes March more entertaining. Um, so I think it'll be a fun year. There's really no runaway favorite. So um, you know, champs classic champs classic kicks it off here in a week, um, and yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's going to be a fun year. Kind of like the NBA this season. It seems like there's no team that's just slated to dookie on everyone. It's going to be pretty wide open and pretty fun to watch. Snacks, man. I think it's time to recap last week's picks. I think it's time for some $100 picks. But I don't want to get too excited here because, holy shit, we're getting rich. 
Yeah. Uh, so, like I mentioned at the start of the show, 5-0 and on the week, including best bets, uh, which makes me 10-2 and in the past three weeks. And collectively, uh, there has not been a best bet missed in the last two weeks. We're 6-0 and in the last two weeks. Yeah. Read it and weave. Um, paywall, baby. Paywall. Venmo. Uh, yeah, so recap last week's picks. Uh, K-State plus 23.5. They ended up winning outright, as we all saw. Um, <laughs> huge upset. Huge upset. Huge. Uh, basically knocked OU out of the playoffs for all intents and purposes. Uh, Michigan minus two points uh, versus Notre Dame. They won by about 30. Uh, Texas A&M handled Mississippi State. Uh, and then Penn State, I didn't get to watch much of that game, but um, I had a minus five and a half, and I think they won by two scores. So um, I was seeing the board right last week. I can't lie. I was I was feeling good. Um, the bit, last three weeks, you have been all over the board. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of an unfortunate bit of news, though. So I was at homecoming, uh, drinking all, all day on Saturday, forgot to get any of these bets in. No. Uh, and ended no. up ended up drunkenly putting 100 on South Carolina minus four, and they lost by 10 to Tennessee. So No, snacks. It, it's, uh, I woke up Sunday with a deathly hangover and about $100 poorer than I could have been. So Dude, it, you were like $300 poorer than you could have been. I know. And... It, yeah, it's just a tough, tough day. Never start day drinking at 10 a.m. in Lawrence. It'll never I'm going to start well. calling you at 10.30 before the game start every Saturday. Make sure you got your picks in. I need it. I, I, I get too cute. I, I, I try to play hero ball on Saturday morning. Um, <laughs> and I just need to go back to the basics. I'm sitting at my desk when Tuesday, Wednesday, and handicapping these games, finding the right stats to pull, and I just never, I never stick with them. Dude, so. you sound like Portnoy right now. You gotta always listen to the man in the suit. That's what he says yes. when he records. He makes his picks in his suit, and then he says he gets drunk and stuff, and makes all these other bets and loses a ton of money. And then he comes back on the show, and he's like, "Damn it, I didn't listen to the man in the suit." So snacks, I advise you listen to the man in the suit. Don't get you're cute. right. Every Don't play week, hero you gotta lock him in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so looking ahead to this week, you know the top five teams are on a buy. Um, well, Clemson's playing, but they're playing Wofford, so we're not even going to get into they're that. Yeah. So um, essential buy. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a, it's a little actually though. Wofford five and two. Just saying. Yeah, they're probably going to get a dub now. Yeah. Is Fletcher McGee playing quarterback? I, I hope so. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a couple good games. Um, we'll get into them kind of as we go. Um, so my f- Jerb, I think you're going to help me here. I'm going to go $40 and $20 pick, and you're going to go 30-10, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Let's get it. All right. First pick, $40, big money. The Oregon Ducks are at USC. They're currently minus four-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I don't know what that line means. I think Vegas knows something that I don't, but I'm not going to overthink it. Um, I think Oregon's a much better team. Um, they still have an outside chance of making the college football playoffs this year. So they're looking to impress the voters. I think they're at seven right now. Um, so if they can kind of blow out USC on the road, I think it'll help them quite a lot. Um, and USC, you know, they're fighting, they're, they're at five and five right now. So they're fighting for or five and four. So they're fighting for bowl eligibility. Five and so, three, five, five and three. three, five and three. Okay. So but you know, overrated they, as hell, like usual. Yeah. And you know, if they win this game, they can get a bowl. So they might have a little bit to play for, but you can't look into that too deep. Oregon's just a better team. Um, like I said, they're looking to impress the voters, so I think they win um, by a couple scores. I don't. I don't think that's a Friday night game. I think it's Saturday. Um, 
So I'll make sure to get that bet in for sure this week. Yeah, that's a Saturday 7 p.m. 7. Saturday prime oh, time. Oh, I got time. Game, so I got time. You got plenty of time. I love that game too. <laughs> I'm probably going to sprinkle a little bit on that, maybe tease it or parlay it with something because oh. I think that's an absolute lock. Oregon's been dynamite ever since That'd week one. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I think they've like I think they're like five and three against the spread. So um, still getting a little undervalued, obviously with this pick. So I think it's a, I think it's a good pick. If I don't if I don't say so myself. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, that was going to be my best bet, but I decided to stay away because I don't want to steal your thunder here. But I completely agree. I think Oregon wins that game by two touchdowns probably. Jerb, what you got? All right, all right I'll jump in here with the $30 pick. Uh, we're going to keep it in the Pac-12, and we're going to go Washington at home uh, plus three and a half against Utah. I don't know. I, I know Snacks watched the game, uh, the Washington-Oregon game two weeks I ago, did. and I thought Washington had that sucker. Um, they played real well. I like their QB, Easton. Um, they're they got they're coming off a of bye week, um, and I think at home, I just I'll take the points against Utah. Well, let's roll, let's roll Huskies. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched Utah play this year, but it seems like they're kind of you know just kind of skating by on some uh, beating some bad teams. So I think I don't think they haven't played Oregon yet. Um, so I think it's kind of the first big test they'll have, and I think I like Washington there too. Yeah, I have no idea how to value Utah, so yeah. I definitely can see that. Washington being at home. Or wait, is Washington at home? They are, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Definitely think so, especially if you're getting three and a half. I like that a lot. If it were two and a half, I'd feel a little different, but that three and a half makes me feel good. Yeah, it's huge. That's the field goal plus a half, baby. That's what we like. That's yeah, bad. it's big time. Snacks, you, yeah. got any, uh, you got anything else on that one? Are you ready to get to the $20 pick? I'm good, Herb. You good? Yep. All right. Get going. Twenty dollar pick, going to Jacksonville, Florida, and no, not the Jaguars. Whoa. Florida plus six versus Georgia, neutral site. Like I said, um, you've been all over the Gators. I have. I've loved the Gators. Um, I think their defense is really good, and kind of the biggest my bi- my biggest thought here is Georgia is just looking for a loss. They've struggled. You know, they lost <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> they uh, they're they're looking for they're just they're begging to get beaten again. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched in the past couple of weeks, but they don't look like the team that was picked as like a uh, playoff finalist. Um, you know, I think the wheels just fall off the wagon this week. I think Florida, um, you know, needs a win. Uh, the winner of this game is basically going to play in the SEC championship. Right. Um, and not saying that Florida wins outright, but basically if you get a touchdown, I'm sure the line will kind of move around. So if it gets up to seven, I really like Florida. Um, but I think they keep it, you know, within a field goal, uh, maybe one outright. Um, so, like I said, both of these teams have an outside chance of making the playoffs. They need some help. Um, and I just think Florida's a little hungrier. I think they uh, they play with some juice and maybe maybe win this thing outright. But plus six is a pretty good number. I like that. Uh, sorry to switch gears here really fast. I just got to mention this. I'm sure y'all just got the notification also. Apparently Embiid and Towns just got in a fist fight and both got tossed. Hell wow. yeah! That's my that's my MVP. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't uh, tab uh, Towns as much of a fighter, but good for him. I don't either. I see more of him as like yeah. a PC gamer fighter, you know? Like yeah. Let him let him get on Fortnite and fight you or something. But <laughs> hey, I don't really see him beat as much of a fighter either. I think he's that's more true. of a talker. But they probably both slap punched or slap boxed a few times, threw an open hand punch or two, and. It was a hold me back, hold me back, bro, and they're probably escorted out pretty quick. 
Towns is probably just pissed off that they're down 20 or whatever. That's right what now. I was thinking. He was probably pouting and throwing a fit, and Embiid was letting him hear it, and he got fed up. Best trash talker in the league. <laughs> so much for no trash talking this year, as he said. But um, yeah. All right, back to football here. Sorry, I had to throw that out. Anything else on the $20 pick? You guys got anything on Florida or Georgia? I kind of agree with Snacks. I think Georgia's been pretty mediocre the last month or so. Yeah, not, I'm comfortable with Snacks' picks. He's hot. He is hot. Um, I trust the man. So I'll take it down to the $10 pick now. All right. Uh, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it at home in Lawrence, Kansas, and we're gonna yes, go sir. the Kansas Jayhawks plus six and a half at home against K State. Um, you can call me a homer if you want. I don't really care. We've covered the last three games against Kansas State. We're both riding off a winner's high, um, but I think K-State's riding a little higher, um, beating the number five team in Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts and knocking them off. So I think they uh, they might be flying a little too high, and we could at least at least get it within six on them. So um, I'll be in I'll be in the stands on Saturday, booth, rooting them baby. on pack in the booth. We're gonna pack the booth. We're gonna do it right and rock chalk. Hell yeah. Okay. I can I can get behind that. And I think this is a total letdown game for K-State. Like you were saying, they're coming off that OU mm-hmm. win. They're going to play Kansas. They're thinking, shit, we just beat OU. We knocked off one of the best teams in the country. We'll go handle Kansas. And they're probably going to be partying all week and not even be worried about this game. So I totally see them just kind of having a massive win hangover and walking into Lawrence thinking they'll handle business and getting shocked. And I could not only do I see Kansas covering, I could very well see them winning that game. That's what I like to hear, Jackson. I didn't want to put my, my $30 on it, but you know I'll sprinkle a little 10 on the Hawks. The <laughs> I like it. I what's like the, it. Snacks, what's, Peter? What's the, yeah, what's the over in that game? Because, you know, if it's in the 50s, I think I like it. I think It's 55, Snacks, oh. I'm pretty sure, which which could be a smackaroonie. I think it is. Uh, KU's put up 48 and 37 it is 55. in the past two, Yeah, KU's put up 48 and 37 the past two weeks. I think K-State's defense is a little better than what they face, but um, you know, we've shown that, you know, okay, you can get those big plays. We, you know, we had zero points going into the second quarter last week. We ended up, we ended up with 37. Um, and K-State yeah. obviously put up 48 on OU. So I'm surprised yeah, that case, low. I mean, K-State gave up 31 to Baylor. They gave, still gave up 41 to Tulsa, you know, like we were saying. so Or not Tulsa, excuse me. Wow, Oklahoma. Um, that'd be wild if they did that to Tulsa. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think Kansas State's defense is a little bit questionable, and there are going to be a lot of points scored there. Yeah, I think Carter Stanley, Big 12 Player of the Week, man, and with Brent Deermond in as offensive coordinator, things look so bright offensively, and I just don't think we're going to get stopped. The rapport between Stanley and Stefan Robinson looks for real. Sources tell me that's his favorite receiver to throw the ball to, and he went for six for 186 this last week with two touchdowns. This this offense is really starting to click. Stanley's coming into his own. Watch out for the Hawks. I love that six and a half. Les is getting settled in, too. He's going to do a better job than that's I thought right. he would originally. I thought he was off the crazy train, but he still might be holding on. Have you seen? Oh, for sure, off the crazy train. <laughs> we can win some ball games. Do y'all have any other games you want to touch on here? It's a pretty boring slate this weekend. I think the only besides Georgia and Florida, the only top twenty-five matchup, surprisingly, SMU and Memphis. And SMU's game undefeated. Day. College game. Day. Shane Bouchelle, he's been balling. I'm telling y'all, he's better than game Ellinger. Day. And, but uh, Snacks and I had their team over at, at uh, oh. what, 37 and a half, and they oh. scored 37 last week. So I'm not, I, 
Damn. Not sure if I can even watch those boys this year. Yeah, okay. they're, they're, they're well, that's understandable. <laughs> finished. Understandable. Uh, when the line opened, it was actually nine points. It's down to six right now in Memphis's favor. It's in Memphis, but I think SMU's the better team. Memphis is seven and one. SMU's eight and zero. Oh. And I think Shane Bouchel has a big game. The money line's sitting at plus one ninety. I like that quite a bit. I'll take SMU in that game, but that's really the only other game that I'm really going to be going out of my way to watch, I think, this weekend. Michigan and Maryland, that's nothing special, really. Michigan should beat the brakes off them, 21-point favorite. Yeah, I mean, Spoiler chill, alert. bro. All right, so best bets. We can't be touched. The paywall's coming up as soon as we have one more 3-0 and week. Last week, I had a five-leg money line parlay in the NFL. Jags, home to the Jets, easy. Rams, smack the Bengals in London. Colts won a wishy-washy game against the Broncos. Lions beat the Giants, and the Seahawks beat the Falcons. So, plus 460 odds. I'm handing out winners. Jackson, you took the Packers in Kansas City. Damn right. What a game that was. That one made me nervous. Yeah, no, Matt Moore balled out. I know Snacks was impressed. He feels a little bit less nervous without Mahomes this week. Is, is that correct? Yeah, I mean, he looked good. Andy Reid can coach a trash can, so I like it. <laughs> the MVP clutched up, though. Packers got it done. Rodgers brought mm-hmm. it home. I was relieved. I was scared, but it all worked out. Uh, what did Snacks have last week? Uh, yeah, I, I had Ohio State minus 14 versus Wisconsin. They won by 100. Um, they're on the bye week this week, and I'm currently Googling how to bet on a team when they're on the bye because <laughs> they are a lot of fun to watch, and they're still getting undervalued. I mean uh, – The well, baby. The, the well. well. Get back to it. They got a couple big games coming up. They play Penn State and Michigan in the month, so um, big month for the Buckeyes. But, yeah, we're hot. I mean, uh, Jackson, you want to give yours? Or have you already done that? No, we'll let Peter uh... – Peter brought us back through all the last bets. So Peter, start us no, off yeah, for this right. week. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jerb, you're gonna you're gonna give a little celebrity best bet, right? Absolutely. All right, cool. Uh, Peter, start us off here. You're four and zero. Snacks and I are both sitting at two and two. So the Astat race is competitive at least. Thankfully, I'm not mm-hmm. in dead last. So Peter, take us through your pick here. Start it off. Yeah, I can't be touched, so I advise you to hop on this one too. Going with another money line parlay, baby. We're starting off such a dude. in Los Angeles, not San Diego. You heard that right. The Green Bay Packers on fire. Look look like one of the best teams in the NFC with the New Orleans Saints. Packers are minus one ninety in Los Angeles. It's gonna be 70 80 percent green bay jerseys in that stadium we saw what happened with the steelers just a couple weeks ago yep you know the the strength of this chargers team is their pass rush bakhtiari and the rest of this green bay o-line is gonna protect rogers so packers minus 190 first leg second leg new england patriots money line at the baltimore ravens minus 190 as well Parlay these two together, plus 230 odds. Crazy stat for you. You ready? I'm ready. The New England Patriots and Bill Belichick have had 21 straight wins over first and second year QBs. Lamar Jackson, you know how he is as a passer. I mean, 
we saw what happened in that playoff game last season. I think it's going to have a playoff feel in this game. So Packers, Pats, Moneyline Parlay, plus 230 odds. Take it while you can. Yeah, unfortunately, I like that. The Patriots are a team that I was big on coming into this week just because I know how good Bill Belichick is, and he's going to make Lamar Jackson one-dimensional. He's going to make him beat him with his arm, and I don't think he'll be able to. I just don't see the Patriots, Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick losing to that Ravens team. I think that Ravens team is really fun to watch, and they're really good, and they're going to win a decent amount of games this year, but I don't think they're a team that's going to make a playoff push. I think a veteran coach is going to be able to give Lamar Jackson fits. And so my original best bet this week was going to be Patriots minus three, but for the sake of having some diversity, I didn't want to steal your thunder here, Peter. So, oh man, I'm still stuck between two and I just have this thing where I love betting on bad teams, I guess, but God, I said I'd never go back. Um, you know what? I'm not going to bet on the Browns. I can't do it. I don't care if they're playing against Brandon Allen, who started at Arkansas bajillion years ago. Uh, I can't do it. So we're going to go Jets minus three against Miami. And I can't believe I'm betting on the Jets, but Miami has no intention of winning a game this year. They want to get that number one draft pick. They're going to make sure that they don't let the Jets take that number one pick from them. So I'm going Jets minus three, and I can't believe I'm saying that. Herb, we'll, uh, we'll leave you for last year, so I'll go ahead. Um, my best bet is Michigan minus 21 at Maryland. Michigan coming off a big wing against Notre Dame. Um, still have an outside outside chance and maybe making the Rose Bowl. So, um, you know, there's still there's still something to fight for. I think Harbaugh keep them focused um, down the stretch. Yeah, yeah. Um, they gotta, they're just going to start prepping for Ohio State. Uh, I think this is kind of one of those, you know, tune-up games you use to kind of go to the end of the year. Maryland has only covered twice against the spread all year. Um, so they're, they're overvalued in Vegas. You know, they had a lot of preseason hype, and I think Vegas just can't fully adjust with them yet. Uh, so I think Michigan could easily win this by, you know, 30, 35-plus. Um, it's on the road, but, you know, at Maryland isn't exactly a daunting uh, home field advantage. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd, win the, I think I'd like them to win by at least three scores um, and – you know, and then some. So can't keep betting on, can't quit betting on uh, Shea Patterson and Harbaugh. Um, she's probably checking to read. You're out. addicted to the Big Ten, man. Yeah, I am. You need some like Big Ten nicotine gum or something. I need something. I need some. I need something bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Herb, you wanna you wanna go ahead? Yeah, uh, snacks. I didn't know you were such a Big Ten guy. Did Cody slip something in your drink on homecoming? <laughs> oh, I had, I, had, uh, I had something in my drink on homecoming. <laughs> uh, you and me both. All right, I'll finish this off with this this celeb shot best bet. Um, I'm gonna kind of bounce off snacks and go uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish back home in South Bend after getting embarrassed um, in the big house against Michigan, but uh, they got. Virginia Tech at home, minus 17. I think they'll bounce back hard. I really like Ian Book. Um, I really like the defense. I don't know what happened in the big house. Uh, that was just embarrassing, and, and I don't see there's any way that the Irish don't bounce back with uh, with a lot. Is Ryan like Willis that. still the Tech QB? If he is, then then everyone should double down on the Irish. <laughs> yeah, he is. He uh, He's garbage. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's trash. They're five and two, but 
I'm not sure that's They're really saying much in a, in wow. a week ACC. So yeah, Jackson, I don't I don't know if you know this, but Ryan Willis was the KU QB our freshman year. And he started. He transferred. He's starting at Virginia Tech. Hold on, I let me look this up because I have to, I actually have to know this right now. Poor Virginia Tech. Yeah, I, I mean I remember that guy. He was no good. Oh no, they're doing like a QB QB by committee. They have three different guys last game throwing at least like six passes. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Okay, well when's the last time that worked? So let's triple down on that. Yeah, minus seventeen. <laughs> I like to home. switch my best bet to that as well. Yeah, well let's let's run back through them. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, all right. Peter locked it in with the parlay, the money line parlay. Packers money line at the Chargers. Patriots money line at Baltimore. Two thirty odds. Uh, I had regrettingly the Jets minus three against Miami. Just don't see any way the Jets lose that game. Snacks going back to the well, the Big Ten well. He's got Michigan minus twenty one versus Maryland, and then Jerb. Has got Notre Dame at home, bouncing back, minus 17 against quarterback by committee, Virginia Tech. I love it. Y'all got any final thoughts here? Mm, I love those picks, baby. Paywall's coming soon. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll add our Venmos next episode so you can just start Venmoing us like 2% of your winnings or something, you know, just like a little commission off the top. Tips accepted. Yeah, I need Tips it. Tips gladly accepted. Send it to my bookie. <laughs> All right, Jerb, thanks for coming on. It was fun. I'm sure we'll have you on again as hoops get underway, college hoops get underway, because we are going to have a lot to talk about throughout the year. Hey, I appreciate it, boys. Thank you for having me on, and I look forward to the next time. Absolutely. All right, I'll see you all later.